even Billy Graham said that the thing that he wrestled with most, he had a heart to pray. I know that he was a man of prayer, but he Absolutely. never prayed in the way that he wanted to and, and desired to. And so this is something that works for me. I'm not saying my, my prayer life is in the place that I want it ultimately to be. I want it to be an ever-increasing component and priority in my life. This is the Church Report Podcast, exploring challenges the church faces around the world. Brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. Now, here's Scott Camden. Hi, this is the Church Report Podcast, where we engage in conversations about the church, brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. I'm Scott Camden, and I serve as the Advancement Director for the Rogo Foundation. And today, I'm joined by Pastor Brian Burson. He's a campus pastor for Sandals Church Banning out here in Southern California. And today we have the opportunity to connect and we're going to tackle one simple question, how to build a strong prayer life. So Pastor Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Scott. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much. So I, I thought it'd be great to grab you and jump into this episode because I'd love to hear how you have been able to develop your own solid, strong prayer life. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. And it and honestly is um, going to be an example of what not to do <laughs> to get to a place that you hopefully want to be. And a, what something that I have a passion for. Um, I have a passion for prayer, um, albeit saying that I'm horrible at prayer. Um, I, I, and I say that because I, as far as prayer goes, I always imagine like prayer is this um, silent place where, you know, I get on my knees and I spend quiet time with God. And it can be, and it is that. But um, I am just, I have a terrible time with that because I'm highly distracted. I when I'm quiet and sitting in a quiet place, I, I'm often um, there for a few minutes before uh, the list of things that I've got to do comes into play. And I start, <laughs> I, you know, I start like, oh, I got to check my phone. I, what, what's on my calendar? What's on my to-do list? I've never been making note of that because now you know, I'm 52. I'm, my, my mind is not as nimble in remembering things. So if I don't get it down on paper or electronically, um, I'm going to forget. And so I, I feel I call that, that angst. I call that uh, never meeting a squirrel I didn't want to chase. <laughs> so you and I are in the same boat, Scott. I mean, so that's yeah, how I am. So, yeah. so prayer is an enigma. And I think it is for most people. I mean, I've talked with people over the years like, hey, what do you do? And, and, and most people struggle with it. I, I mean, Billy Graham said, you know, do, do you have any regrets? And one of his biggest regrets was his prayer life. Um, hmm. So even Billy Graham said that the thing that he wrestled with most, he had a heart to pray. I know that he was a man of prayer, but he Absolutely. never prayed in the way that he wanted to and, and desired to. And so this is something that works for me. I'm not saying my, my prayer life is in the place that I want it ultimately to be. I want it to be an ever increasing component and priority in my life. I'm more passionate about it now than I ever have been in my life. I think it's absolutely essential. I mean, First Thessalonians um, 5 says, you know, uh, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In yeah. everything, give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. And I mean, people ask, like, what is the will of God? Well, I, mean, I can tell you right now, one thing unequivocally, without ambiguity, without, you know, it being vague, God said, 
one of my greatest desires for you, my will for you is to pray, pray without ceasing. Um, And then we also, the other parts is just like, we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this present age. There, there's a spiritual warfare that's going on, and God gave us this gift uh, in this spiritual battle that's simple. It's not complicated. Even a little child can do it, um, and it's just praying to our Heavenly Father. And, and the scriptures say in 2 Corinthians 10, like, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We're not, we're not, we're not dealing with, you know, like a gun or ammunition in the way that we think. We're dealing with it in the spiritual realm. So the right. weapons of war, if they're not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and casting down arguments and any high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So, so all of those things are important. We know that it's important, but we don't do it. And so one of the things just practically, this is as practical as it gets for me, is I, I need to walk and pray. And so I've just learned, like, as distracted as I get, I'm just the type of person and I've accepted it about myself that I'm, I need to walk and pray. So we always talk about the prayer walk you know, or the walk with God, right? So yeah, it's a walk yeah. and it's a daily progress of one step in front of the other. And, and some days are going to be harder than others. And sometimes you're going to fall into a pit. And you're going to have to dust yourself off and step back out of the pit. It's a walk throughout the rest of your life. It's a walk. And part of that walk is prayer, a significant part. And so I, I like to pray out loud. Um, because when I pray in my head, I get distracted. So I literally, I may look like a crazy man, probably less now because people are using, you know, technology. They might think I'm talking on my Bluetooth. I don't know. But do you I actually talk- put your earbuds in so you don't look crazy? Oh, uh, no, I don't do that, but I probably <laughs> should. But, but I, I found a place. It's called, uh, Wawa Canyon State Park. It's a, it's a free, um, it's beautiful. It's right up the street from my house. Um, and then on top of that, um, I, for accountability purposes, I ask people into that with me. And so multiple times per week, I even did it this morning with my brother-in-law and it's part of our relationship together. Like I have a, I love my brother-in-law. I've walked with my brother-in-law more miles than any other human being, maybe aside of my wife, um, than my brother-in-law. We've traveled to Israel together and we drove more than a thousand miles in a rental car through Israel. We've, We've walked in Ghana, Africa together on a short-term mission trip. We've been to Toronto, Albania together. I've just walked with this guy a lot. And so what we do now is like he lives in the same town as I do. And we get together on Wednesdays and we walk and we talk about our lives and then we pray. And then I've got a couple guys here um, who are part of my ministry uh, group that I do the same thing usually on Saturdays. And we walk and talk and pray with God. So I'm hearing a couple of things here. I'm hearing intentionality. You schedule yep. time. Yep. You have Put it on a Google worked. calendar. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You have tried what sounds like probably numerous different approaches, but what you have found is that walking yep. and praying out loud yep. is, is something that works for you so that you can stay focused and you do this regularly and yep. you don't do it alone. You yep. often invite others to do this with you. So you get to hear their prayers. They hear your prayers. You can pray for each other. And then you have additional accountability where there's people who are asking you about yep. your prayer life and if yep. you've been praying. So yep. it sounds like you've got a, a pretty solid uh, approach to this. Uh, granted, what'd you say? You're 52 right now. So it's taken you 50 some <laughs> odd years to get there. All, all of these years. like, And I'm. this is not a pers- 
description necessarily. It may not be the thing that where some people might, I mean, they'd be just as happy and doing well, you know, in a little prayer closet somewhere. I just totally personally can't do that. I, I know that about myself. I've tried and failed so many times. And this is the discipline. I literally put it, I put as many calendar invites on the calendar as possible where I'm meeting somebody. And then I know, like, are you praying? And I'm like, well, it, <laughs> I'm going to show up because somebody else is showing up. And, and sometimes, yeah. like, I'm telling you, we get animated in our prayer. Um, I, sure. I'm to the point where, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm calling down, you know, as much power as I can. God appealing to him. Um, holding right. him to his word. I mean, I, I think it blesses the heart of God when he hears his word being called back to him. And I say, God, sure. you said, ask and seek and knock. If an earthly father knows how to give good gifts to his kids, how much more does the heavenly father give good gifts to his, his, his kids? And so I, I, I pray in the scriptures and we pray with passion. And it's fun when you're with somebody else because we're like, man, we're in this. Like we're Yeah, in you're kind trenches. of feeding off of each other. Yes, we're feeding off each other and we're like, man, there's a joy in it because I feel like this is the this is the will of God right now at this minute in Wildwood Canyon State Park. As we walk, we're talking with God. We're rejoicing too. And that, that's the other part of prayer is I start always with rejoicing, you know, praise yeah. and thanksgiving, like praising God for who he is, not necessarily what he's done, but who he is. Like they entered yes. the, uh, the courts with thanksgiving, the hearts entered the gates with praise. So praise and thanksgiving, just thanking him. I could spend, you could spend endless hours thanking God for what he's done. Your Absolutely. eyesight, the ability to breathe, um, the, the good night sleep you had last night, the good meal that you had at dinner, relationships, friendships, ministry opportunities. I mean, it's endless. And yes. if you keep doing that and the swell of thankfulness and gratitude in your heart will overtake the grumbling, the things that aren't going well. And I'm telling you that it, it will change the course of your life um, and yeah, it will change absolutely. the course of other people. You know, when people hang out with you and you're so amped and excited about your, whatever it is, hopefully it's the Lord, but because you're so convinced and so excited about it, they're starting to get convinced and excited about it. And I, oh, I believe absolutely. that it's the contagion factor. I, I yes. think God wants us to be contagious people. And I think it starts with a life given to prayer. I love it. I love it. Pastor Brian, man, thank you so much for giving us a bit of a peek inside what your prayer life looks like. I know for each person, it can look very, very different. I think the bottom line is we all as believers need to be working to grow our prayer life. We need to be looking to improve our prayer life. And when we find a great rhythm, don't keep it to ourselves, but talk with others about what your prayer life looks like. Ask them what theirs does. Who knows? They might be struggling and what you're doing might be something that can help them uh, experience breakthrough in that because having a vibrant prayer life is vital to the personal relationship with Jesus Christ that each one of us have. Pastor Brian, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. It's been a blessing to be here. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. So folks, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you have not already done so, I want to encourage you to like it and to subscribe to the Church Report podcast brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. If you want to learn more about this podcast, visit rogofoundation.com slash podcast. If you want to learn more about the Rogo Foundation itself and the work that we're engaged in, check out rogofoundation.com. Hope that you have a wonderful day and God bless you.